Hello, City Church. My name is Jacob, and this is City Church Together for Friday, February 19th. Today, we are wrapping our Stories of Life series with our third elder candidate, Dylan Phillips. Dylan and his wife, Chelsea, have been company members of our church for about five years now. Dylan is one of our community group leaders. He's a Christian hip-hop artist who many of you know as No Big Dill. So let's go ahead and jump into our conversation. Well, Dylan, thank you for coming on the City Church Together podcast. Of course. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. Well, man, just to start us off, as you know, we are wrapping up our Elder Stories of Life series. And just like we've asked the other elders, um, I want to go back to the start uh, of your life with Jesus. So uh, give us a little background of how you came to know Jesus and walk with him. Yeah. Um, so for a lot of people, or like a lot of people, um, especially here, I grew up in the church, grew up in a Christian family. Um, and so kind of culturally, I always um, believed in Jesus and believed in God Um uh, it was the same, Christianity was the same to me as just being a good kid, getting good grades. Um, you know, you got good grades, you were respectful to your parents, you're a Christian, you believe Jesus is God. Um, you go to church, that whole thing, um, which in the end kind of made it uh, more difficult for me to have um, a, a true personal um, relationship with Jesus um, and to really have a, um, a, a, a really just a true belief um, in, in Jesus as, as a personal savior. Um, so I kind of just went through my childhood um, and teenage years just in cultural Christianity. Um, you know, I believe that God is real, believe Jesus is his son, and I can just go about my business and do uh, whatever I want, as long as I'm, you know, kind of good and respectful. Um, but when I was 17, a pastor, I went to a, um, a church camp and a pastor preached on James 2.19, which says, you believe there is one God, you do well, even the demons believe and shudder. And that kind of just completely turned my world upside down, so to speak, because <laughs> basically the way I interpreted it was like, okay, so I'm no better than demons then. I mean, mm. they believe and they shudder. And, and he went on in the sermon to show different places in scripture where demons encounter Jesus. They know who he is. They call him the son of God. They, you know, if they're possessing somebody that the person falls down prostrate and that, you know, they, they say, have you come to destroy us before the time? Like their eschatology is, is correct. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they tremble and they know that whatever he says is is gonna happen you know so it, it shook me because i was like so there's more to this faith than just kind of intellectual assent you know there's more than just saying oh there is a there is a god and you know through that sermon he of course the next verse talks about faith 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 without works is dead and the point of the the sermon was that our relationship with jesus is a relationship of trust and when you trust something, you have to you have to be willing to try it out. You have to be willing yeah. to put actions behind it. Um, you need to be able to put weight behind it. So 
my dreams, my aspirations, my actions, those were things that I had kept back from God. It was just kind of live however I want, but to really trust Jesus meant to give him my life, my desires, my dreams, what I was going to do each day. And that's that I would say that's when I first started to understand the gospel. Another important moment is when I had to apply that. Also, like a lot of people, I have two very important moments in in my testimony of coming to know Jesus. And I'm not actually sure when Jesus did the work of regenerating me. I know theologically there is a moment where he regenerated me, but I don't know if it was right then when I heard that sermon and I understood that, or this, this next part, which is the first year of me and Chelsea's marriage, I was unfaithful to my wife and I was hiding it. I was not caught. I had gotten away with it, so to speak, except that God convicted me literally just wouldn't allow me to rest. He was like, you, you need to make the decision. Are you going to continue living your own way, hiding this, living, you know, in the shadows and just kind of take this to the grave with you? Or are you going to trust me and follow me into confession and repentance, Mm. even though you, even though you haven't been caught, you know? So it's like a real decision because there was no, there was no external pressure. And I, I chose to trust Jesus in that mm. and, to, and to walk down the hard path of confession and repentance. Yeah. So those are, those are the two big moments in, in my coming to know Jesus. You know, when you came to City Church, uh, you and Chelsea were still working through a lot of those things in your marriage. <laughs> but uh, since you've been at City Church, what has your time at, at City Church meant to you? It's meant so much, but the first thing that comes to mind is that trust that we just talked about, that believing in Jesus is to trust in Jesus, walking out that trust in Jesus in community. When we came to City Church, we immediately wanted to tell the elders about where we were in our marriage. We were just coming out of that period of confession and just trying to put all the pieces together and trying to understand. And we didn't want to hide anything from anybody because we we knew just like the first time I chose not to hide. We knew, you know, we could slip into a new church and hide this. And, but we knew the destruction that hiding had caused in uh, really in both of our lives. So we just wanted to bring people in immediately. And that that was going to be kind of the test if this was the place for us to be to see, you know, how people handled it. We immediately told the elders what we were going through in our marriage and were met with so much grace. I remember at the time, we we come from a pretty judgmental background, me and Chelsea. And so we were very nervous to confide in them about our confession, about my confession and unfaithfulness. And we talked about it after we met with Dustin. We told Dustin and he didn't even blink an eye. Like he was very, he was very attentive and very, and very much listening and counseling us even in our first meeting. But we could tell by the like by his face there was nothing in his face that that conveyed shame or disdain or anything only you know care and we experienced that from many elders and members our actual actually the first sermon we came to together i don't even remember who was preaching but at the end of it 
They said that there were people in the back of the room who could pray with you if you needed prayer for reconciliation in your relationships. We were like, well, that's us. And so we went to the back, don't know anybody, and went up to this guy and said, we need prayer. Told him a sh- our, our story, a short version of our story. And he started, pr- he put his arms around us and started praying for us, if not in tears, almost in tears. And we had never experienced anything like that before. Those were like our initial experiences with City, you know, just being welcomed in, being shown grace, shown the forgiveness and grace of Jesus. And and then also immediately welcomed into community groups and D groups, discipleship groups. And for the next few years, walked through discipleship with multiple people in the church. Time at City has just been walking out that trust in Jesus, learning that because of Jesus's death and resurrection he and his covering of us, God is actually happy with us. Yeah, um, He's present with us. He empowers us. And we learned all of that through a commitment to this body and people walking. I love hearing how Chelsea is so deeply interwoven into your spiritual experiences of uh, these past, you know, these recent years. And so how can you give us a little more of a glimpse into how Chelsea has impacted your walk with Jesus? Yeah, for sure. It just in almost every, every emotional and spiritual facet there is, uh, Chelsea has shown me, or she has reflected really God's um, grace, forgiveness, perseverance, love, I really feel like our marriage has been a way that God can physically show us his love and those parts of his personality and um, his actions. Just, just that I'm never letting you go. I'm always going to be here with you. There's, there's nothing you can do to make me love you more or love you less. I love you because you are mine. All those pictures of God's love that we see in marriage, Chelsea has been the epitome of those for me and to me and inspired me to press into those also. You know, I'm a much more graceful person. I'm a much more forgiving person. I stick with people way more. I love less conditionally because of Chelsea. Yeah, she's just a um, a partner to, to love God with everything and love our neighbors as ourselves. Man, that's beautiful, and really appreciate you coming on here and sharing your story with us. Yes, it's it's really been my pleasure. I love talking about it, man. God's grace is so good and so evident. <laughs>